It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. <sighs> It gets my day going. It makes me laugh. I love it. Mac and Schmitty in the morning on Star 105.7. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. Have you, I know you've had food poisoning before. I Yeah, I've had you, full-on salmonella. <laughs> you had it. You had it pretty crazy. I didn't have it that bad, but I do feel stupid for the way that it went down for me because uh, I'm, I'm into one day of Whole30, Schmitty, and the night before... Before going into the diet, I decided I needed to go hard. Ah, yes. I ordered a pizza and five guys. Dude, you're over 30. We can't do that Apparently anymore. not. <laughs> I, like, I, I'm, I it's eat, a harsh life lesson learned. I eat hardcore, and I didn't eat, like, the pizza was for my wife and kids, too. Don't get me wrong. This wasn't all the gluttonous me that had to happen on it. And I don't know if it was, like, something in one of the foods. I don't know if it was age. But I had one of the worst nights of my life in terms of, like, just how I felt. Wow. Physically. Like, I was so miserable. It was unbelievable. Uh, When I texted you yesterday at 5 a.m., I had not slept at all uh, at that point in time. Wow. And I probably put down at least three quarters of a bottle of Pepto-Bismol over the last... mm, 24 hours. So here's the good news. Now you're into <laughs> diet mode because your body will never want to eat those things again. <sighs> yeah, sort of. I There's been a-, a few things that I've sworn off forever after some rough experiences. It's been a lot of salads. So I'm done. I'm, I'm one day through Whole30 now completely. So I mean, it's, oh. it should be easy from here is what there I think. Oh my, I, I feel honestly embarrassed about it. I do. It's, <laughs> it feels pathetic. It really does. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.5. Selena Gomez calling out social media platforms for their role in the riots that took place yesterday in the Capitol building. The singer sharing a message with her fans yesterday afternoon, explaining why she felt the platforms and their execs facilitated the behavior that led to what happened. She actually tagged Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google, and their CEOs, writing, Today is the result of allowing people with hate in their hearts to use platforms that should be used to bring together and allow people to build community. You have all failed the American people today, and I hope you're going to fix things moving forward. Not the first time in the last couple weeks that Selena has purposely pointed this out and called out each one of these social platforms. It's interesting that it comes from her because I feel like there's a little more weight to it simply because, what was it? For a long time, Selena Gomez, I think, was the most followed person on Instagram. For a bit, yeah. Yeah, one of the most followed people across the world in general. So obviously social media is something that she's embraced, but at the same time recognizes its dark side and that it really affects Mm -hmm. people. Miley Cyrus with a really cool announcement. She was in a new interview, and you know, she's been talking about this Metallica album cover that she's going to be doing. Well, she just announced one of the songs. Check this out. She's collaborating with Sir Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma, and Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Chad Smith 
to cover this one, Nothing Else Matters. She revealed this is just one of the cover covers that's going to be on the new album and said she is beyond excited for this new partnership. How fascinating. I think this is like the best song she could have chosen for Metallica. First off, it's it's got like her, you know, harmonies and everything else and then goes hard. But with Yo-Yo Ma doing strings. I've and never been John. a Metallica fan, but when you give me Sir Elton and Yo-Yo Ma with a little red hot chili peppers, I may be downloading this entire album. So that sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> Finally, Jeopardy has lined up its next guest host. This is according to a report from the LA Times yesterday. Katie Couric has officially signed on to host the popular quiz show. She'll be doing it for an entire week, making her the second guest host following Ken Jennings. She's a great pick. I like that. That could be one that maybe this little bit of an audition, do you think? She hasn't released any official statement on that. All of your celeb scoop at WestMichiganStar.com Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. On your way to work, school, or someplace you actually want to be? Ride with us. Each morning starting at 6. Star 105.7. It's Mac and Schmitty, and I think that every one of us Kind of hoped that some of our political um, pressure and differences and tension and everything else would sort of alleviate a little bit in 2021. And obviously yesterday we saw firsthand that that wasn't happening, at least not right now. And it was really tough to watch the violence at the Capitol yeah. yesterday. So I was kind of really deep into that. I also work for our news talk station here at iHeart. So it was going through multiple social platforms yeah. and listening to every single news outlet that I could and going through every piece of coverage that I could read about this to try and get every perspective on this thing. And for those of you that were watching it, it was a really stressful thing to watch, despite which side of the aisle that you're on. It was scary. Nobody really knew what was happening. And I didn't even realize that my two and a half year old was was watching it, you know, because I had it on TV and I had my laptop out and I had my phone going. And, you know, when they were showing towards uh, probably five or six o'clock last night where they were showing some of the Capitol Police being joined by the federal police. And my two and a half year old looks at me and he goes, oh, mama, it looks like Star Wars because they were in riot gear. And I'm thinking... Oh my gosh, I haven't even th- I haven't even thought about this perspective of it. A, should my kid probably shouldn't even be watching this. I'm sure if it's scary and stressful for me as an adult, what about him? And so I I put down all of this other stuff I was working on and I just started googling like how do you talk to your kids about this stuff? And I know the past year this has been more prevalent for parents than ever right. before. I mean, there's been so many brand new things, different things that we're struggling with as grown-ups and then trying to figure out how to, to pass that along to your kids. And so I just I just went into helper mode. I was like, yep, buddy, those are police officers and they always show up when people need help. You know, we've talked about that because he could see, you know, he's very obsessed with fire trucks and ambulances and police cars right now mm-hmm. and likes the lights and everything. I said, you know, we talk about whenever we see those, you know, driving downtown that they're going to help somebody. And then, oh my gosh, I was sitting doing one last Facebook post and he'd been downstairs playing with my husband, you know, away from the TV and everything. And he just walked upstairs unprompted and said, mama, hug and kiss, please. So about 7.30 last night, I was in tears somewhere between the stress of dealing with all of that, making sure good information was getting out and then realizing like when it, when it comes down to priorities, you know, All you can do, I think, to feel somewhat in control, especially with what happened yesterday, was hope that, you know, you're you're raising good people that 
will be accepting and loving and understanding and open-minded and it was a very, very emotional roller coaster yesterday. And I can't imagine I'm the only parent that's feeling that way. You're 100% not. And you're right. And I think that you handled it in a really kind of beautiful and strong Thank way. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Uh, like, yeah, the helper's <laughs> line. It never fails. You know, I'm just like, how confusing this must be for you. And how do I even put it into words? And then the guilt of being like, he shouldn't be watching any of this. I'm, I right. feel so ridiculous that I had this going focused on my job rather than my role as a mom. Well, it's not something that as a parent, you know, you read in the books or you think Ugh, about nope. uh, on very often. And you're 100% right that in the last year we've had to do these things way more often than, you know, in recent memory. I mean, I remember back when there was violence here in Grand Rapids uh, earlier in the spring. And, it, and it, it made me come back to the words of an anonymous father that was there. And he said, it's good time to teach my daughter a lesson about what happens, about pressure on a society, about so much pressure, things burst. Things happen. They weren't the greatest things, but we're here to clean up and we're here to move forward and here to learn. And that's what you can kind of hope for is that people take it that way yeah, and that they do try and learn from these things. So if you're waking up this morning and we're going to be providing that distraction the rest of the morning, that's don't right. worry. You know, we've got the breaking updates that'll come to you going into each commercial break, but you're not alone and you're doing fine. However, you're trying to explain this or keep your kids sheltered from this for a bit, it's you're doing great. Because I had that real moment yesterday where you just got to figure out what's going to work for you and your kids and go with that. Your plan is enough. I did look at child psychologist uh, Nia Chandri who talked about just how to talk to your kids about this from a medical perspective. And she said, limit kids' exposure to media, but, you know, talk to them about it. Uh, Provide reassurance that they know that they're safe. Talk about wrong actions over labeling people as bad and give them space to ask questions. Almost exactly what you instinctively oh, well, did as a mom over there. There's definitely a reason you. I'm in radio and not a doctor. <laughs> that right there would not have been able to put it into uh, words like that. I do like to play a doctor on the radio, though. <laughs> would have been more them. like... I don't know, give him a cheese stick and hopefully it distracts him enough. The funny thing is, is that you know for or at least my kids and probably your son too, that would also there work. The is. cheese stick thing is proven and, uh, and tried method. We're doing just fine. <laughs> you see it all the time, Schmitty. Pay it forward. Good things coming back around again. You ever lost your wallet before? I have, Yes. I've lost my wallet several times. It really is uh, not a good feeling. And that's what just happened to Evelyn Topper, um, who is a California resident, and her granddaughter, Michaela, when they were leaving a coffee shop in San Rafael, California. Uh, She didn't realize that she was missing her wallet until she got home. Credit cards, of course, medical cards, really important things that were gone. Understandably, she was very upset. And then the next day, she got a call from a man named Sean Curry. He had found the wallet in a dumpster behind the coffee shop, except for the cash uh, that were in there, which really wasn't much money. The contents were all there. Even though Sean has been homeless for five years, rather than take advantage, uh, he actually reached out to make sure that he could get the wallet back to Topper. Well, obviously, she was very pleased and, you know, declared it a really great act. He didn't believe he had done anything out of the order. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ordinary. He actually explained in an interview with a local station that he had a heart and that's the way I was brought up. Well, it seems like Evelyn and her parents are doing a good job with Michaela, too, because what she decided to do for him was pretty special. She had already planned a socially distant drive-by party for her 12th birthday party, and rather than presents, she asked for contributions to be donated to a charity in her name. Well, when she heard about her grandmother's luck about getting her uh, getting her wallet back and the story about how she got it back, she knew exactly where she wanted the money to go. So at her birthday party, she had an area set up where people could put in donations, wound up raising several hundred dollars mm. that they went, uh, went and brought over to Sean Girard. They met up the next day, gave him the money, and he just admitted to feeling truly humbled and heartwarmed by the gesture in general. A 12-year-old girl reaching back out to say thank you. I was about to ask when the GoFundMe was popping up. Because uh, pretty soon. It feels like it, right? Guy sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> a music professor in West Michigan is using his talents to raise awareness about an issue that a lot of us might not have realized. It's no secret the last almost year has been pretty tough, but one community in particular has been hit pretty hard. Asian Americans. This is Jordan Van Hemert. He's the assistant professor of music at Hope College and says there is an issue a lot of people don't realize. The Asian American community was blamed for a problem that's not something that we created or brought to this country. And a lot of our families and our businesses have been hurt because of that. So he decided to take his emotions and put them into his saxophone. Check this sound. I think that when we look back at this time, uh, I think music is one of the ways that we tell stories like this. That's Jordan talking to Wood TV 8. The jazz musician is now releasing a record called I Am Not a Virus. He's hoping to break stereotypes surrounding Asian Americans. He admits, I never had any Asian role models that I could look up to as musicians. There's societal pressures for us to be doctors or lawyers, but this record for me is about creating a more multi-dimensional picture of who we are as people of color and our amazing contributions to society. This is going to be amazing. I Am Not a Virus, Van Hemert's new release will be out on March 12th if you're interested in keeping an eye out for that. Man, I think that saxophone players just look so cool and sound so cool when they're jamming out like that. So much better than the trombone that I had. You can't look cool playing the <laughs> well, trombone. Well, it's just, I mean, I've, I've never realized that and it's really cool for him to bring that awareness. Big time. Back in the day. Alright, Shreddy, here we go. Back in the day on this, the seventh day already of January. I'm going to go back to 1989 just because I didn't know that this really ever happened. 1989 on this day, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, Schmitty, was closed to the public because the accelerated rate of leaning that the tower was doing raises fears for the safety of its visitors. I feel like that's happened a million times since. How would you like, like to be the, the person that made the Leaning Tower of Pisa finally fall all the way over? Like, oh, oh I didn't want to break one thing. Wouldn't be much of a confidence booster, I'm <laughs> sure about that. On this day, January 7th, 1927, 
We were introduced to the Harlem Globetrotters. They played their very first game where the team traveled from Chicago to Hinkley, Illinois. And I always wondered where they got their name from, being from Chicago and not Harlem. But this was at a time when only white players were allowed to play the game. So Sabe Saperstein, Abe Saperstein of Chicago, decided to promote his new team's racial makeup by naming them after the famous African-American neighborhood in New York. And have become like just this staple forever, still going around and putting Oh yeah, families shows. will pay so much money to see that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's celebrity birthdays today. It's weird to think of her as a celebrity, but it was the first thing up there because she's the youngest. Blue Ivy Carter, daughter mm-hmm. of Beyonce and Jay-Z, is nine years old today. Happy birthday to her. Lauren Cohen from TV's The Walking Dead, 39. Screech. Is he a part of the new Saved by the Bell? No. By the way, not at all. No. Yeah, Dustin Diamond's mm-hmm. had a little bit of a falling out there. He is 44 years old today. Jeremy Renner, the actor known as Hawkeye from the Avengers movies, but also I loved him in The Hurt Locker. Got nominated for a Best As- uh, Best Actor Oscar. 50 years old today. Nicholas Cage, an American treasure and national treasure star. 57 years old. Katie Couric, who we mentioned earlier, Going to be filling in on Jeopardy, right? Is going to be, yes. Yeah, filling in on Jeopardy. 64 years old today. And finally, David Caruso, of course, from CSI Miami, NYPD Blue. David Caruso, 65 years old today. Star 105.7. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. Failing his parents and talking about it. Weekday mornings at 6. Star 105.7. This diet that I just started yesterday, Schmitty, I showed you. I got my lunch pail over here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm back in fifth grade. Inside of this thing, there's... Like almonds and grapes. And then there's a Meal chicken. prep is the biggest thing of this. So that's a very proud first step. My wife has got it in here. There's like chicken sausage and stuff. And that's oh, I like, love chicken sausage. Really? It's out of sausages. It's my least favorite so diet. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm trying to do this diet in the new year. Like so many of you listening right now, just trying to get into better shape, to feel better, you know, for my health, for my future, all that stuff. And I got to be honest with you. I've tried all this before to some extent. Sure, and I yeah. Have, I have failed miserably, but I'm committed this time. However, I don't, the thing that is going to actually, I feel like, be the hardest thing for me to get through as I go through this, uh, we're doing Whole30, mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who have done it before, it's pretty hardcore. Yeah. My wife is really putting this on me. Our our GM just finished doing it and dropped like he goes, 40 pounds. He said to me, he goes, I, I go, so the, he goes, I'm doing it for the fourth time. Yeah. And I said, so you really like this? And he goes, yeah, because it's so strict. Mm-hmm. And immediately, like, I just, my stomach turned over, right, at those words, because I'm like, oh, disciplined <laughs> with food. That's but my specialty. This is the first thing I asked you was, I, I'll be very interested to hear how it goes because I yeah. have not had success dieting when I have kids. So, I haven't had success dieting ever, I'll be honest. But that's I've never such been an added really layer. It. it really is. And last night was the, the first full day of it. And it was very pronounced to me because I uh, picked up the kids from school. And like every parent, you know, the first thing your kids want when they get done with school is a snack. Yeah. What can I have for a snack? And even though our kids eat really, you know, for the most part, very healthy and, you know, snacks usually consist of like yogurt or fruit or things like that. Those are things that I can't really eat. Right. You have fruit and Whole30 is like, ooh, that's too much sugar. You can have exactly (laughs) two servings of that. Like you get a quarter cup of almonds for your snack. Congratulations. And my kids, um, even like dinner when they're eating healthy stuff, I'm looking at green beans with butter on it like it's a cheeseburger from McDonald's. I'm like, oh, man, that looks really good. You just... You're able to put that on top of it as I'm eating my uh, Brussels sprouts with salt and pepper and garlic, and that's it. Which is still pretty good, by the way. I mean, but, you get the garlic. Exactly. I'm drought. Don't believe me. You my whole strategy. The positivity. My whole strategy for the diet is to just cover everything in garlic. So, don't are get you me making wrong. completely separate meals for for everyone? Yes. Uh, so that's the thing. That's so hard you know, too. your kids. You can't put your kids on a diet. My kids are five and seven, and they they don't need it. Uh, and we wouldn't, you know, do it this way anyway, yeah, right. even if we were. 
But they are so everything that they eat is just a constant reminder of everything I can't eat. Last oh. night after dinner, they're doing they're doing dessert and I'm just skipping it. Yeah. And then on top of this, you know, in Whole30, you can't have any alcohol or anything else either. Yeah. So I got I got nothing to even drown my sorrows with on this either, Schmitty. So I feel like it's my kids who are going to be the hardest factor in me dieting. I would love to know if there's any advice. I mean, parents have done it. It's just I would probably have to put my kid in an entirely separate room. Like, here I am in the kitchen and here you are in the living room because if I have to look at your macaroni and cheese, I'm giving in. See, the thing is, I can't show my kids any weakness either, Schmitty. They'll take advantage of it. My kids love to mess with me. So I know that if they start to realize that, oh, dad's really jealous that we're, you know, eating this cookie right now. I know my son who go, hey, dad. Right in your face. Oh, it's so good. It's Mm -hmm. so good. My daughter and my son's favorite things to do are to torture me in any way that they can find possible. And this is going to be their go-to move. What I know. a proud parent you must be. <laughs> if you've got some solid advice, man, if you're doing the dieting thing into the Ooh. new year, but with the kids, how do you make it work? Yeah. Or I, I wish be- I had any kind of advice. I'm like, I would just, I wouldn't even start it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe in myself, but I'm gonna, I'll keep you updated when I get to half of 30. If I get there, you'll hear about it. If I don't get there, you're never going to hear about this diet ever again, I swear. I'm going to put this up on Facebook because I know some of you are going, oh, I have a really good idea. And clearly, Mac is in need of some serious help. So hit us up at West oh, Michigan Star. I might need group support. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Stupid studies. Water is wet. You shouldn't probably put your hand on a hot stove burner. These are things that you already knew, but chances are someone studied them anyway, Schmitty, and probably makes more money than we do. Thankfully, going into 2021, we can still count on the consistency of dumb surveys like this coming out. (laughs) A new survey finds the top five things people say are just really hard about becoming an adult. It includes being responsible for your own health. But we're all terrible at it, though. Exactly. But that's why it's so hard. Ooh, cooking. Cooking is super hard in adulting. Budgeting. People hate budgeting, this survey finds. Keeping the house clean. Mm. Money was spent on figuring out we hate doing that. (laughs) And finally, the number one thing challenging about becoming an adult is resisting the urge to buy junk food when you're grocery shopping. See, I actually thought that was the best part about being an adult is the ability to do it whenever you want. No rules, Then you get to the doctor and that whole taking care of your own physical health comes up. How many drinks do you have a week? Zero. I don't know what you're talking about. So a big shout out to the amazing men and women that did this stupid study for 2021. (laughs) Life was just so much simpler when your parents were taking care of all of those things for you. Or you were just oblivious to it all all together. Like what age? Right, exactly. What age? You just ignore everything and you're like, well, when I die, I die. Stupid studies. I was feeling extremely seen while you were reading that list, Schmitty. And on top of it, there's a lot of husbands probably listening right now going, my wife still takes care of a lot of those things for me. There it is.